Okay, well, I'm not sure who's in the room with me. I'm not sure if anybody's here, but that's okay. I'm going to get started here. So my name is Janine. As you guys are all, all aware, this is my nude beach where we unmask from the past in order to bring more healthy change into our lives, whether that is in relationships, into fitness, into bringing in money. It all kind of correlates, right? So um, I did a little bit of a short video yesterday in regards to trauma bonding and what trauma bonding is. So I'm just going to do a bit of a recap here so you guys know where we're going with this, because I said I'd dive more into this. Um, so what trauma bonding is, is when um, you are attached with someone, like it's all about family relationships. This could also be in regards to friendships, coworker situations, the list goes on. And what happens is when you are doing past traits that are not really healthy for you, um, you form bonds of in unhealthy patterns with certain people in your life and trauma bonding. It can, it can come in all different forms. So it, what it is, is it's an extremely toxic relationship and it tends to be strengthened by inconsistent reinforcement behavior. So it almost as in the hopes that something better is going to come out of the situation. So they'll kind of lure you in and they'll make you feel like, um, things are going to change, but they'll talk down to you. Right. And then they, then, but then they'll give you small little increments of love and reinforcement to kind of keep you in there. A lot of times trauma bonding can occur in extreme situations, such as ex like really abusive relationships, um, hostile situations, as well as incestuous relationships. But that's not always the case um, because what trauma bonding is, is an ongoing attachment in a relationship. And this can be dealt with through pain, pain bodies. So the more you feel the pain, they'll come in with a Band-Aid, right? And then they'll try to tell you everything is okay and they'll apologize and then they'll say that these behaviors are going to change. But nine times out of 10, they don't. Um, and what happens too is you become addicted to this. And so do they. And it's almost like heroin. It's like a heroin addiction. So these relationships, they promise that, that so much is going to come, but then it's like this fleeting euphoria that's happening here. And it sucks you. It sucks you dry within your soul. Like you continue thinking that things are going to change, but they don't. They constantly don't. And so you feel depleted and you don't know what to do. You're like, well, this is someone close to me. This could be a family member. I love them. Or this could be a partnership, um, some, your significant other. This could also be a toxic coworker situation or how your, your boss might treat you and then say that they're going to do these things, but it never really works out. Friendships, again, the list goes on. So what you need to recognize here is that this is an abusive cycle. And with these relationships, you're going to witness the more strength you get within your life, the harder it is to break free, right? Because they want to keep you stuck. These people want you to stay how you were acting before. They want to be able to have control over you. They want to be able to manipulate you and use you for whatever means necessary. This could be for money. This could be for sex. This could be for a number of different things. Maybe you're, you hung out with people where you used to buy a lot of drugs. Um, and now you're taking that away because you're making healthier choices, or this could be with alcohol. There's so many different factors where this comes into play. And I want to kind of help you guys with some advice on how to break free, free from the 
the threshold of this, right? Because this, this occurs so often. And a lot of times we don't even recognize that there is this toxic bonding happening. There is this threshold that is like keeping us stuck. And we give multiple excuses for these people's behavior because we care about them. But the bottom line is this is not healthy. This is extremely toxic and it's really energetically draining. And we don't want that, right? We're, we're here to expand, we are here to grow and we're here to become the best versions of ourselves, right? So um, I'm gonna go over, how many points do I have here? 10 different points in regards to toxic bonding and how to break free of this threshold. So the first one is when it comes to making a commitment to living in this reality. And when I say this, you may find that yourself wanting to fantasize about what could be or what might have been if you keep this relationship going on. So it's living outside of the past or present, right? So we need to come back into present tense and we need to realize that we are making excuses for these people and their behavior. I've done this in the past with family members and with friends and with lovers um, where they would treat me like absolute crap when I was trying to better myself. Like for an instance, I was trying to start a workout regime and one of my ex-partners would constantly tell me that no matter what effort I put in, I was always going to be fat and ugly. Like these are little things that people will do. They'll poke at you to make you feel really insignificant. And then you are having this big dream of where you want to go, but they kind of hold you back from getting there. And half the time, these people aren't doing anything positive, right? So they want to keep you stuck. And so they, they, we get into this thing, well, you know, if, even if I choose to leave this situation or this relationship immediately, in the meantime, you need to realize that with the fantasy thinking that, you know what, well, maybe they just had a bad day, they'll get better in the future. That right there is you giving them power. It is allowing them to have control over you. And then you just end up fantasizing about a reality that's not ever going to change. Like, and we're in this group, we are about uplifting each other, right? We are about expanding and making healthier, positive choices to enact healthier relationships, not only within ourselves, but with those around us. So this is a really huge topic that I want you guys to really think about, okay? And really, like, it's going to take a bit of effort to become real with yourself. And that goes into my next point is recognizing the reality of the situation. And this is extremely hard, especially when we have emotional ties to people. So um, what you're gonna find is you're gonna make a lot of excuses and you're gonna be like, okay, well, maybe next time it'll be different. I've done this multiple times with different people in my life where I thought that, you know, maybe they're having a bad day, like I said before. Maybe um, if I start, if I'm happier around them, or if I allow this behavior, it'll start to transition out. No, it, it doesn't. It goes back to almost like a narcissistic behavior where it's all about them and they want to keep you stuck. So really getting real with yourself about who around you is playing out this paradigm, right? Who around you is kind of depreciating you and your dreams and what you're trying to go for. Like, Another situation I was in was where a partner of mine is starting to do really healthy choices, okay? And my partner, he has family members right now that are 
trying to shit on him for being with me because they think that I am controlling him, which is not the case at all. I'm totally like, you know what? You want to go do this. That is your choice. That is awesome. You're trying to better your life. Keep doing that, you know? And then it comes out of the woodwork where these people are like, well, why are you doing that? There must be something wrong with the person that's around you. And this will happen too, where if you're doing good and you're working with people that are bringing you up, these people from the past, whether again, whether it is family, whether it's friends, it doesn't really matter who they are. They're going to see you progressing and they're going to be like, oh, well, you changed. But isn't that the whole point of us living is to better ourselves and change to get rid of this toxic behavior so that we can live simpler, we can live happier and more joyful in our lives. So getting real with who these people are and seeing them for what the value of how they're depreciating you. Like, how are they bringing you value into your life? How are they pushing you down? It's going to be really hard to admit this to yourself, but this is a really key point in order to see what, where you're going and the tribe that you should be like centering yourself around. Right. Let me just uh, go back here and see, is anybody on yet? No, that's okay. So the next point I'm going to get to is like taking things one, like taking steps one at a time. Okay. So if you have a lot of people that are really trying to push away your, your dreams and making you compromise your own self-respect and making you think about your self-worth and your value, you really need to hone in on to like these people. Remember they're scared. They're scared of themselves and they're scared of taking action. They are really comfortable within their own little bubble. And the fact that you are not, you're trying to take one step forward. Again, whether this is working out, whether this is eating better, whether this is um, going after your dream job, whether this is um, making healthier choices in regards to addictions, like quitting smoking or alcohol or drugs or whatever it is, right? Whatever it is that you're doing at this point to try to better yourself, these people, they're scared because they see that change in you and they're very comfortable within their own little bubble. They're not ready to make the change and they see you stepping out. So they think that, oh, well, that's, you can't do that. I can't do that. So that means you can't do that. And that's what it really bottoms down to. It has nothing to do with you. But a lot of times because of how they're talking to us and how they're inflicting this toxicity, we tend to internalize it, right? And then we, we don't give ourselves the compassion and then we kind of derail from where we're going. So it's like um, an example of this is, is negative self-talk. So when these people start doing this, what will happen with us is we will go into that, that whole headspace. And that is what they're trying to trigger, right? They're trying to make us think, oh, well, <coughs> they're thinking we can't do it. So they want us to think that. But that's not the case here. Like we're trying, again, this group is about uplifting and bringing that out and, and finding new tribes new tribe that helps you to get to the destination of where you're headed. And there's an old saying that I really love, and it's not everyone is allowed to go where you are going, right? Not everyone's allowed to go there because they're not willing to put in the work. They're, they're welcome to join on the journey, but they hold themselves back. So when they hold themselves back while you are invoking change, they need to stay gone. 
Okay. They need to, you need to split and put some distance and it's hard. But again, what these people will do is they'll make you go into a headspace of you're not good enough. And then you'll be like, okay, well, if I never, I have, I have to never talk to this person again. And then when you're making those changes, you're thinking these things. Like if I put up the barrier and I block this person out of my life, that means that it's forever. That right there is not the case. Okay. So when you're trying to make healthier choices and you're pushing these people away because they're not helping you grow, it's not a forever thing. And I want to make that very clear because like, I know for myself, when I was making a drastic change in my life years ago, and I jumped and did a midnight move with me and my daughter, I had no idea what I was doing and where I was going. All I knew is that I needed change and I needed it now. And so I packed up everything that I owned and I moved to a different province and started from scratch. Like I had nothing. I didn't have a job. I didn't know where I was living. I knew I didn't know anything. All I knew is that I couldn't be in the toxic cycle I was in anymore because it was depleting me. And I kept thinking to myself as I'd want to go talk to these people because they were my comfortability zone. Right. And I'd want to go back to that. And I was like, well, if I'm cutting them off, does that mean I thought in my mind that it had to be forever, but that's not the case because as we all go on our journey, this starts to mirror out. Right. And so what happens is as you are, are uplifting and as you are making positive change, it eventually will start trickling down the line. Energetically, this happens and we don't even realize that it's happening, but it's, it's a link that we all have through our tribe, right? We are all connected in one form or another. So I want you to realize and to really rationalize this, what I'm going to say is just because you're pushing them out now because they're bringing toxicity doesn't mean that it's forever. A lot of times these people, when you push them out, they go into their own place and they're like, wait a sec, everybody is, is shutting me out and they're all on this journey and they're all doing way better. I want to be better. So it will invoke them right? It will, it'll showcase to them when they're seeing you from afar doing better. They're like, I want that. And they'll go after that. Not all the time will this happen, but nine times out of 10, this does happen. So don't be afraid to put the brakes for a while, because at the end of the day, you're trying to better yourself and having those people that are bringing that toxic bonding and that narcissistic behavior and that bringing you down, that's not helping you succeed. You want to, uh, when, for a while, when I was on my journey, what happened was I was by myself, by myself. I didn't really have a lot of people to turn to. I kind of shut everything out because I needed to go within. Right. And then from there, once I started learning techniques, I wound up attracting healthier relationships into my life. I started meeting healthier mindset people that were doing what I wanted to do. And from there, get, grouping myself with these people helped elevate me to do better because I was like, I want that. And you see, like when you're going after these things, yeah, you got to push this negativity. You got to push this toxic bond that you have and you got to sever it. And again, it's not forever. I need to reiterate that it is not forever. It's just until they realize that they want better for themselves and watching you succeed, they're going to eventually want that too. Let's go into my next point. So making the decision that only supports your self-care. So when you make this decision, like I said in the last point, it's going to hurt. It, you're going to go through a lot of emotional relapse, especially when it comes to people that are really close to you, like family, friends, exes, things like that. 
you're going to go through an emotional roller coaster and you're going to want to feel compassion to reach out to these people because there is that stronghold that you have, that connectional tie to them. But understanding that when you do that, especially early on in your transition, in when you're working through your own journey to self-help and, and to betterment, going backwards is only going to derail your progress because what's going to happen. And like, I've done this personally, I would get 10 steps ahead and then I would be like, Oh my God, I want to go hang out with this person. I miss them so much. And then I'd be derailed back. Okay. So I'd be back in the same crap that I was doing before. And then I'd have this wake up call. I'm like, wait a second. No, this is not what I want. And so it would, it would showcase to me exactly what I was doing. Right. And what I was doing to hinder myself, right? And this is going to happen to you as well. Along your journey, you're going to notice these things. But just remind yourself that this is a work in progress. You're going to want to be pulled back. This is a part of the journey. But you need to realize that making those decisions to allow that behavior is only detrimental and it's not giving yourself proper self-love. Um, what you're doing is when you do that, you're emotionally beating yourself up. And we don't recognize that because again, it's, it's that thinking about them. It's that wanting that those feelings back because you may feel lonely at that time. And there's a lot of ways that you can um, get out of that headspace because at the end of the day, you're not alone, especially in this group, like this group I created specifically for people that are on the journey to betterment that do feel alone. Okay. That, that want support that are looking for tribe to grow that is here. And I'm trying to build this community so that when you're going and you're pushing these toxic people away while you're growing, you have a support network. You have people that you can talk to. And I really want people in this group to start interacting with each other. When you have a win, I want you to post it. Let us know about your wins. When you are like, when something positive is happening for you, post it so that we can congratulate you and help you right? We, we want to build that loving community. We don't want naysayers trying to hold us back because that's not, it's not helpful. <laughs> it's really detrimental. And I don't want you guys feeling alone. That's another reason why I created this. Like the shit from our past is our past for a reason, but there's ties there that are still holding us and it's hindrance to our, our growth. So this goes to my next point is like, start feeling the emotions. Okay, the emotions, whenever you're pulling away from a toxic person, you're going to be tempted, like I said in the last one, to reach out, to get reassurance that you're doing the right thing. Instead of doing this, start writing these feelings down. Just get a journal. I really, really love journaling. It is very helpful for getting into your thoughts. Every morning, I have a journal by my bed and I start scribbling out stuff. And it helps me to really rationalize my thoughts. And it also prepares me for the day. And it's really good regime to implement, right? So if you start writing out these things, instead of like, for example, you could say, I really miss so-and-so right now. I wish that I could talk to them right now, but I'm going to go sit and write this down instead, because I know that it's going to give me clarity and it's going to teach me how to get over the obsession with this person. This may help me build up. This is going to help you build up your inner strength too. So not reaching out so that there's that toxic bond, right? There, you're not relying on them for your toxic, or not for your toxic, sorry, for your emotional stability. You're learning how to look within for emotional stability. And then from there, that's going to shine out. And that's going to draw in the tribe that you want, right? 
remember that it's the next step. It's, it's one day at a time. Then we're going to go into grief. Okay. So again, after you feel those emotions, you're going to go through a roller coaster of emotion when it comes to breaking these ties and you're going to need to grieve. This is really important. You're going to need to let go. When you let go of that toxic relationship and you break free from that traumatic bond, whoever it's with, it's going to be hard. But at the same time, you're honoring your reality. You're going to need to let out these emotions. And that's where it ties back into the last, the last point of start writing these things down. If you need to talk to somebody, there is lots of help out there, right? There's lots of positive people that will help you through this. If you need to talk, post it in here if you feel comfortable. Again, this is a safe space, guys. And anybody that doesn't respect this safe space, I'm going to kick them out because we don't want that toxic crap here. We want to uplift each other. We want to grow healthier. We want to build better relationships with ourselves, with our others, to draw in and align to what is right for us, what we truly deserve. And a lot of times we haven't given ourselves access to this because we felt trapped or we felt alone, you know? And so again, grieving this out, if you need help, voice it. You're in a safe place to do so. Okay, we're going to go to the next point, which is number seven. And this is understanding the hook, okay? So what exactly is the hook? That's, that's it. A hook is where um, you might feel like you're losing everything, okay? And then there's this fantasy illusion that you're creating in your mind. And perhaps this person will come out of nowhere and they'll like try to convince you and to pull you back. And they'll try to make you believe that they're going to fulfill some kind of deep unmet need of yours. They're really good at manipulating <laughs> because again, they, these people know us on a very deep level. 99 times out of 10, the person that you have a toxic bond with, they know you very, very well. So they know your, your hit points. They know how to push your buttons in the right manner to get you to do things, right? So they will try to make up different things and they'll try to be like, oh, honey, I've changed. Everything's going to be better. I promise I won't do this. I'm working on this. I'm working on that. They're going to say all types of things to reel you in and give you this fantasy that everything's changed. And usually this will happen right away when you make that step. They'll be like, oh, I'm so sorry. But it's, it's the behavior, the pattern of the behavior, right, that we're trying to showcase here. And they're going to try to, like, you need to be very clear and see, discern through what they're saying. Because a lot of times they're just saying that to reel you back in. And as soon as they get you captive, um, as soon as they get their hooks back in you, it's back to the same crap. And they're going to shit on you. And they're going to make you feel really low about yourself. And if it's not on you, then they're going to do it on really important people in your life. So be very weary of that. And understand that, like, Grieving and like the hook, this is all points for you to open up and let go, for you to say goodbye to the notion that you need this type of toxic behavior in your life. And the reason why we allow this is usually because at some point in our life, there's something that we've gone through that is showcased to us that we don't deserve better. And that's where I, again, I'm here to remind you that you deserve everything that you're going for. Everything that you do, everything that you can imagine you deserve and we can get you there. 
And the first step is clearing out that baggage, knowing that maybe you might be alone for a bit, but you're not actually alone. That's just a limiting belief, guys. <laughs> we, we've like, I've got you. We, we start, I started this group. We are all in this together, right? We're all growing. We're all trying for better. And we're going to get there. It is a journey. This is not something that happens overnight. And noticing these behaviors when they try to reel you in, that is another, like, this is huge. Recognizing this behavior, grieving over it, and then noticing because they are going to come back. They are going to try to pull you in. This is the play narrative that they like. They're like, oh, well, I know how to get under their skin. I know how to get them to come back to me. I'm going to be so nice to them. And I'm going to put on this fairy tale that everything has changed, but it hasn't. It's only until their next cycle begins. And that's usually very quickly, maybe a day or two, maybe three days, max a week. These people will be super nice. I think the max I've, I've seen personally is a month. And then it goes right back into the same cycle. And it's like, no, no, recognizing it, having the grief, writing out those feelings, getting in touch in this group, talking it out, being supportive, each and every one of you. I want you guys to support each other in this group. This is why I created it, okay? So you're not alone. Then we have writing a bottom line of behaviors that you will allow. This goes back to the writing. So um, possible examples here is making a list of behaviors that you will allow in your life and you will not second guess. Like these are your firm ideals. Like for example, I one would might be, I will not sleep with someone who calls me names or I will not argue with someone who has been drinking or I will take care of my own finances. I don't need them. Or I will not have a conversation with anybody when I feel desperate or defensive or obsessed. Whenever you're having areas around these concerns, when you determine your needs and you can see the value of yourself, you will start recognizing certain behaviors that you will not allow anymore, that you do not want to feel that you will not allow another person to do to you. So make a list. <clears throat> this is one task that I want you guys to do today. In that journal, make a list. And this might change as time goes on, but make list three things, okay? Three examples to start with of what you will not allow going forward. And actually, I want you to type it down below. I want you guys to type it down below and say what you will not tolerate anymore going forward. What's your bottom line? I really want you to think of that and please, please share it. Because it might actually, what you may, may feel might invoke something for someone else of how they're feeling that they might not think of. So for me, <laughs> for example, I will not tolerate anybody that lies. I will not, I won't do it. Like if you lie to me, you're gone. I will not talk to anybody or allow anybody into my life that is causing extreme drama or belittling others around me. That is a big one for me. If you're going to belittle people around me, you can't be around me because I'm about uplifting people. I don't want people in my life that are going to talk crap and are going to make other people feel like crap. That's just, that's a huge one for me. Another one for me would be, um, I will not allow, um, I won't allow anybody into my life 
that's not in action of, of working towards better for themselves. Because, you know, like we surround ourselves like birds of a feather, they flock together, right? So if you're stuck still in addiction and treating other people like crap, that's not the kind of people I want in my world. I want people that, that are taking actions. And for example, you might be somebody that is, is stuck in that right now. But the fact that you're in this group showcases that you are on the movement for betterment. And that's what I want in my life. I want people that are taking action, that may not know the direction of where they're headed, but they're trying to make change, right? Because we are all about change. We're all about growth. That is the journey. And it, it can be hard, but it can also be easy, especially when we support each other. And the last one here, building the life that you want and healthy connections. That's what this group is about too. Like imagine yourself right now, what do you want in the next year, even six months from now? What do you want in the short term? Let's not think about the long term. Let's think about the short term. And I want you to go into detail about this. Like who do you want in your life? What kind of relationship do you want? What do you want to invoke in people? What kind of hobbies do you want to start? Have you started any hobbies? I want you to really look at that. Like, and this is the key to starting change. This is the key to building a better relationship with yourself. This is the key to building healthier connections with yourself. It starts within. Are you ready to invest in you instead of investing in everybody else? And some may think that that's very selfish. But here's the thing. If you aren't taking action for yourself, how can you do for other people? Like, really? How can you take care of other people if you aren't making healthy steps towards you, right? It's hard. It's hard to really ask ourselves these questions, but it's extremely important. Karoa. Not sure what Karoa means, but hey, Jacqueline. But yeah, so it, again, guys, breaking these toxic bonds, it's, it's hard. At least that's what we're told. <laughs> Here's the kicker. It's not that hard. It's taking the first step to recognize what you deserve. And the hardest part about it is putting up those boundaries. But once you know what the boundaries are, it's so easy because you're going to recognize what you will tolerate and what you won't. And those people that are talking down to you, that are making you feel unworthy, that are are bringing abuse, whether mentally, physically, or emotionally, these people, once you push them out, and again, this does not have to be forever, but once you make that step and they see you changing, they're either going to step it up or you're, and, and join you or the other ladder, they're going to fade away and you're going to meet more like-minded people. You're going to get to know like-minded people that are more in tune with you and where you're going. And they're going to keep help, helping you uplift yourself. And they're going to help you stay motivated. And they're going to give you ideas on how to make better choices. Because you know what? Sometimes...